1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. mobilecom
3: What this weather did not provide is a shadow or reason to hide. Glad Tidings on this Groundhog Day. an early spring
4: is on the way.
2: Oh. you have to rhyme with
4: that? You got to rhyme? You got to. You got to. It's all about the pomp and circumstance.
2: He's a word
4: Yeah, Smith. it is. And it's Groundhog Day. Welcome well, on in. It is literally and figuratively Groundhog Day <clears throat> in Philadelphia. Midday show. <laughs> Hugh Douglas, Joe Giglio, 215-592-9494. One hour from now, Spike Eskin will join us to discuss the latest and the news coming out about Joel and Beadsdy. We'll get to a lot of Eagle stuff as well. And uh, maybe an old friend joining the NFCs. Good morning, Hugh. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Philly. Hey, I just
2: want to say this to all y'all that are getting ready to go to work right now, that are working those good jobs, do not be afraid to use your dental benefits. Some of y'all need to go to the dentist. And do not be afraid to go. That's all I'm saying because we got some really good benefits. Some of y'all teeth need to be fixed. Go, go to the dentist. Just, just go to the dentist. Use your dental benefits. Use that, that copay.
4: So take care of yourself. Yeah, Yeah, you know, I I like that you're leading with that today because I think it's time for the Sixers to take care of themselves. That was a segue. Yeah, it was. And take care of their big man. All right, here's the news. Happened last night. Joel Embiid has an injured, injured lateral meniscus in his left knee and will be out through the weekend while a treatment plan is finalized. Sources told ESPN, uh, he, here's the deal. Joel's hurt again, which is not a surprise. It is Groundhog Day, literally, in Philadelphia. It's a shame. I feel bad that he just can't stay healthy. He just can't. Oh. But, but I have a new thought on all this now because we, we've done this thing for years where we try to get Joel as good as possible and cross our fingers for the playoffs. Let's put a brace on there. Let's put a sleeve on there. He'll gut it out. And the same thing happens. And his body never actually heals the right way. So I'm at the point now where I want the Sixers to get Joel Embiid for both their own sake and for his 1,000% healthy. I don't want to see him on the court again until this thing is totally healed. And whatever that means, and I I don't know yet, we don't know the severity, but if that means two months, okay, great. But if it means we don't see him again till next season, I'm okay with it. I'm okay punting this season, and I don't think they're going to win the title anyway, but I, I'm okay punting this season to get Joel Embiid fully healthy. I'm tired of halfway. The Sixers always halfway and Embiid always halfway his injury. That's why he played the other day. He had he had an injury and he's trying to play through it. Enough. He's he's shown us he will try to play through injury. It doesn't work. He gets more hurt and here we are. Hugh, I, I know what I'm saying. Like I'm I'm willing to punt this season, but I'm I'm willing to do it for the long-term health of Joel Embiid. I don't think he should play again until he is 1,000% healthy with this name. You know what, Joe? I agree with
2: you. But he better be 1,000% healthy in the next three weeks or when the playoffs start because I'm not putting on this season. Did you see that performance that Tyrese Maxey put in last I night? I did. Fifty-four. Hey, oh, yeah. By the way, I, I, I was kind of, you know, I just want to pat myself on the back because I, I was the one who was championing the cause to give this young man a chance and he's paid off for us. I'm, All-star. Not, I'm not, listen, I'm not throwing away nothing. A chip in the chair, that's been my philosophy. And is Joel Embiid – like, I'm willing – he's not going to be the MVP because he's going to miss more than 17 games. He needs to get healthy. I'm going to get him healthy enough to make this playoff run now. I understand that usually when he's out for a long period of time, extended period of time, he comes back a little fluffy. I'm okay with that. We're going to get him back in shape. But we're going to make a run this year. I'm not not conceding nothing. A chip in the chair – and this could potentially be the year that you could win it.
4: Yeah, you know, and I, I know a lot I of believe. people. I know you do. And I know no one wants to punt a season. No one wants to say we can't win the title this year. But the Sixers have tried this half-in, half-out thing for a long it's, time. It's, it's a bad, like. It doesn't work. He just gets more injured. Yeah, he does. And it seems like this is the
2: same knee he's been hurting for a while.
4: So, it's interesting. So, he's had injuries a lot of places. Obviously, the feet and the face with the the unfortunate injuries he's had. But this is the second time he's he's had the left lateral meniscus. The last time this happened was 2016-17. He didn't come back. He missed 37 games. Now, they didn't make the playoffs that year, but he didn't come back. I, it's time for the Sixers to actually think big picture. They say they do, but I don't think they actually do because big picture is not a month of rest, and then we, we get a hobbled Embiid trying to play with a brace on for the rest of the season. I I just I don't think it's worth it. And – you know, if they're going to commit to this guy and he's gonna, they're going to try and for the next you know few years until he has decline here, like is he? are they ever going to get him fully healthy if they half in, half out? it? I find it hard to imagine. I think that the, it all depends on the
2: extent of the injury and how healthy he can get. But I'm not willing to concede this season. And I understand everything you're going through. You guys have been dealing with this here in Philadelphia way longer than I have. And I know some of you probably won't believe in anything that I'm saying, but I'll say this. There's always a chance. You know, he's not the only guy that has been hurt and has had to limp his way into the playoffs, if I'm not mistaken. Kawhi was a little banged up that year when they won it.
4: But, but they, yeah, they took care of him, though. He, yeah, he didn't play a lot of games. That's the thing.
2: Yeah. We're going to have to figure out a way to take care of Joel Embiid. He's probably gotten his biggest accolade that he's, he was always striving for. He got the MVP. Now we have to be careful and strategic in the way that we use the big fella. I mean, he's, he's fragile. And sometimes you just have to know that about your players and you have to put them – you have to sometimes protect them for themselves. I still believe that part of the reason why he played the other night and got hurt, that was a little bit of peer pressure. And 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 he was listening to what people were saying and that's why he went out there and unfortunately he got hurt. Yeah. Moving forward with that, I'm willing. I, I just want to have the best Embiid that I possibly can. And if that means that he misses 20 to 25 games a season – I'm okay with that as long as he's ready for the playoffs.
4: So I, I, think you and I find common ground on that. I want to have the best to possible moving forward too, and that's why I wouldn't play him again this season. I mean, I just, I'm, I'm out. If, if, if look, I don't know the treatment plan. They haven't unveiled it. Which, if it's, if it's simple, I feel like we would know the treatment plan already. So they're obviously it's a master plan. Yeah, they're obviously deliberating surgery or rest. That's and rehab. That feels like what we're, we're, you know, going to get in some news on eventually, but they have to start thinking big picture. And, Hugh, I know you still have hope. I, I just have a different view on this team this year. I, I don't think they have much of a chance at all to win a championship. And that even, that's even if he comes back and tries to gut through this. I don't think they have enough players. I see two players in this team that are championship players. That guys are, could be on a title team in a big role. It's Embiid. Tobias Harrison. No, Hugh. It's it's Embiid and Maxi. <laughs> That's it. We got two, and obviously like Patrick Beverly could be a winning player, but he's a bit I like player. I like I like Patrick Belly what he brings to the table, but he's a bit player. We yeah. can
2: still and we still have to trade that line. We can still trade for somebody.
4: Oh. I, I'm, I'm
2: here. I'm, I'm not giving up. Joe. I know I'm and, not. And I,
4: I appreciate that. I'm but not, I'm here, not leaving. I'm not leaving. Here's what I'm doing. I am shutting Embiid down. I'm holding these draft picks. I'm holding this cap space. And I'm going to cross my fingers that we get the <laughs> healthiest version of Embiid next year. In the playoffs. No, no. I, well, I'm gonna, I am gonna. I like your plan. I'm going to get him fully healthy this year, and we're going to have a, a, actually a cohesive plan next season to only play whatever, 50 games, 55 games, whatever the number the doctors think he can handle. And then we go get it next year, whether, a player they had in free agency. I'm not trying again and how, watching him. I mean, guys, I could tell you right now how this ends. You Ready? Cut the audio right now. He's going to come back in six weeks. He's going to look like a shell of himself you know, for the next two after that because he's going to try to get back into shape on the court. We're going to go into the playoffs. They'll probably get through the first round against, I don't know, the Pacers or the Heat. And then they will lose in the second round, and he will look terrible in two or three of the games because he's hurt because they half halfway all the rehab See, stuff. I-
2: I, I don't know if that's to be true. I think Coach Nurse has done a tremendous job with the way that he's handled, you know, his players for the most part and the fact that, that Maxi has emerged as a budding star. So I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt and think that he can figure out a way to strategically keep Joel Embiid healthy and keep him productive throughout this playoff. I don't want to go into a playoff run, which I think this team could possibly make without Joel Embiid because I think he could be a big piece. We just have to figure out how to keep him as healthy as we possibly
4: can. You know what, maybe Nick Nurse is a magician because I think he needs a top hat and pull a rabbit out of it to do <laughs> yeah, what you're asking. Might be, might be that. Let's yeah. hear from Kendrick Perkins here. He, he had a similar thought a couple days ago before the news, what they should do with Joel Embiid. Kendrick, he's pulling the plug on the year.
5: If I'm the 76ers, I'll shut Joel Embiid down for this season. Oh, Seriously.
4: Okay. Right. A, a, but, but hear me out. The rest of the regular Re- season?
5: Yeah. The, the rest of the year. Really? Because for the simple fact – this is gonna like this is gonna continue to get worse. Like he's not gonna come back and be like pain free, right? We saw last year what happened in the postseason, for example. James Harden had to have that explosive, I believe what it was, a game one in Boston. No Joel and beat. Like you want him to ha- have an opportunity to heal up. And then you go into next season. You re-sign Tyrese Maxey. You search the market because you got so much cap space. And now you get a healthier Joel Embiid and B for the long
2: haul. I think Perk is right, and you know
4: so, I hear what he's saying. I'm not
2: conceding the season though. Yeah, I mean, Hugh, that. you
4: set a chip in a chair, and, and that's what they would have. I'd feel differently if they were a favorite, right? If they were a one seed, and if they were a two seed. Part of this is I don't think this is anywhere close to a title team. I remember this, the conversation we had to start the season; like it's a transition year. Mm-hmm. I'm not pushing Joel Embiid in a transition year. I if this team had legitimate championship hopes, then I would say, all right, big guy, you gotta you gotta try. I mean, how many of these? How many times you are you the number one or the number two seed? The six are the five seed right now. They're not a favorite to get anywhere. I mean, they're what, what middle of the Miami pack. Last but that's an outlier. No, I'm just, I'm just asking. Yeah, they were an eight I'm, I'm or just, seven. I'm yeah. just, I'm just asking. Yeah. But they an, that's,
2: that's not typical. No, it's not. It's not in an NBA, and I, I, concede that. But the fact that you have a chance, I'm willing to take that chance because anything is can happen. I know it's very, very rare, especially in the NBA, that the lower seeds get a chance right. to play in the finals. But ain't it about time for that to happen? Like it, it could potentially so. happen. Well, look at the look at the landscape of the NBA. Some teams are getting older. There's a lot of young players in here now. So I, I feel like if you have Joel out there, and if you could get him in a, in in his sweet spot, a healthy spot, get him to where he was at the beginning of the season, somewhere but around. How are there. you going to do that if he, if you're rushing you gotta, back? You're not rushing him back. You let him get as healthy as he possibly can moving into the playoffs, and then you you devise a plan to try to keep him as healthy as possible. Yeah. And, and, you know, you can still have a big man's presence out there, probably take some of the heat off of him. Because we all know going into most of these games that Joel Embiid is probably going to be the focal point. Of course he is. And even when he's injured, he's still going to be the guy that, that you're going to have to stop. You go out and get one more player and let Tyrese Maxey keep growing, there's no telling where we could be. That's why I'm not – I am not ready to concede this season.
4: Yeah, I'm ready. I, I am willing to punt it for the long term. Here. I, I just think the Sixers – they used to think long-term with all when he first arrived, surgeries, years off, or, you know, time to get on the court. Remember that whole thing where they had the minutes restriction on him? He mm-hmm. wouldn't play more than 35, and then he kicked a chair because he was upset because it was an overtime game. We moved past that, and it just became about, well, we got to try to win with and be It's like half in, half out, and I'm willing now at this point to say, I'm okay if he doesn't play again this season. Get him as healthy as he could be if it means surgery, if he means he misses the rest of the year, including the playoffs. All right, I'll see you next year. And I'll come back with a better team around him. 215, 592, 9494. Let's hear from Shams on how long this might be until we see Embiid.
1: I, I think, no, I, the people that I've spoken to in Philadelphia, I don't think they're thinking he's going to be back, mm-hmm. you know, in, in the next few days. You yeah. know, this is something where th- they need to really figure out what's wrong with that knee. He's, Joel Embiid is meeting with a, t- a, a good amount of doctors mm-hmm. tonight, tomorrow.
4: A good amount of doctors. I mean, yeah, that, he wanted to say a woo! ton, but then he pulled it back a little bit. I know, bit. Just, but you know, usually when things are not that bad, maybe a doctor or two will do the job, maybe but a ton of doctors. Well, I think they're trying to figure out, just
2: like we're having this conversation on whether or not he can be ready for the playoffs, I think they're trying to figure out the best way to get him as healthy as possible yeah. without it requiring too much or, or any surgery because I think that's what we're talking about because if it's the same injury that he's had over the last couple of years, then I, I think as a doctor, and I, I've, I've never been one, played one on TV, uh, that you want to try to figure out the best course of action moving forward for this won't keep
4: happening. Uh, agreed, yeah. And if that means surgery, maybe, like maybe they got to take care of this. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I wonder how long this has been going on, and they just try to maintenance it, and that's not working. 215 592 9494. Kyle, it is officially Groundhog Day. Sure is. Uh, in in so many ways, mm-hmm. as I, we wake up with Puxitani, Phil. We'll get to a fraud that's oh, we my, found out about. Oh my, it's unbelievable. I know. Yeah. There's there's another apparently another Groundhog. We'll get He's to all fraud. that. a fraud, total fraud. But my we have two Groundhog God. Day. We have we have one Puxitani, and then we have one here in Philadelphia. Kyle, what are you doing with Joel? Well, it,
1: so first of all, I feel like you're living in La La Land with this whole idea of like, oh, the the long haul, Joel and this is the long haul of Joel Embiid. The reality of Joel Embiid is that he's injured every year, Joe. We punt, oh, I know. I know. We, we, we punt this season. Then next year on Groundhog Day, February 2nd. it's Groundhog Day on the same date every year? Yes, February it is. Okay. Yes, it is. Then February 2nd next year, we're going to be sitting in these chairs having the same exact conversation. Whoa, what should the Sixers do? This is the Joel Embiid that we have. And I got more news for you, Joe, about the long haul. Joel's not going anywhere. I mean, we'll talk about a uh, trade number, whatever. I, I see we have Chuck on the line been trying to trade Joel Embiid for for years now. It's not happening. Joel's not going anywhere. We are left with Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid is the Sixers. So I, I I'm never in the mindset of just punt on the season like uh, forget it. I would rather I mean can we not just enjoy this while while we have it? I don't think anyone is is having these grand illusions of going on and winning the NBA Finals this year. But I still want to have some fun, man. Like I I can't punt this season.
4: Are the playoffs
2: fun around here with the Sixers?
4: I mean, the, let's not let's <laughs> yeah, not lie. Let's the play- not. The,
2: the playoffs are always fun. Now, what? They're, they're fun because you're in.
4: Yeah, but you. When it's you,
2: been this. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm not gonna lie. It's been this. It's impending last time. doom fun. Yeah, I mean. I mean, it's still fun as a fan. Well, we've I had mean, a couple moments here and there. The yeah. game
4: five in Boston was fun last year. Yeah, I get la- it. Last year wasn't so fun. No, no. Most fun. of them haven't are, been. Isn't it
2: exciting to potentially see what it could be this year with our budding star? With with with, with a hobbled Embiid? Yes. No. I want to see because now the, the, the power kind of shifts. It's almost like a power shift because I look at it like this. Joel Embiid, with the type of injuries he's had, and I'm not hating, but this is just the reality of it, as he gets older – it's going to be harder for him to start to recover from these injuries. Uh, Of course. And I just want to enjoy this as much as I possibly can. And and, and another thing, I want to take a chance, even though it might be a slim chance, Joe, I still want that chance.
4: And I understand that. Here's what I'll say and then right, all of your phone calls here, 215-592-9494. I I understand what both Kyle and Hugh were saying on this, about how many years you have left, you don't have a long runway. I don't want. I feel like sometimes the Sixers let the hope of now impact tomorrow. What I mean by it is, if Joel trugs through this, tries to get through this, is that knee going to be messed up more as we go into next year? And then we just—it's like a, it never ends. It's like a cycle. I want to get him fully healthy. Get another player in here this summer, and next year, cross my fingers that it's the best shot they'll have. I think they'll have a better shot next year with Joel if he if he takes care of this the right way. Uh, no, one year older, Maxi, and they'll get another player. We'll move on from Crumble Cookie, and we'll get a real third player. You he like here. that name, now, too? Yeah, he's a I guy. mean,
2: Tobias is my dude, man. But every time I see him, I just think of him comparing himself to a Crumble Cookie. So to me, that's his. Yeah, nickname, and I crumble think
4: of cookie. that contract running out. I think of the day. It's <laughs> the day that whole thing ends. All right, two one 215-592-9494, that four ninety four. That is how you hop in. Let's go to the phone lines here. Are you okay with the Sixers punting on the season? To get Embiid one hundred percent healthy. Actually healthy. Not like, you know, put a sleeve on the knee and go play in playoff games. Will in the Northeast. Hey Will.
6: Good morning, gentlemen. How y'all doing? Hey, What's Will? Going on,
4: Will. Happy Friday, man.
6: Oh yes, sir. Happy Friday. It's a little rainy, but guess what? I'm still happy, baby. Yeah. It's Friday, yeah. What are you thinking here, Will? Um, you know, I, I really think that um yeah, they need to rest Embiid. um this this could be our year possibly. You know, um, what I didn't like was – that's what I, what I was saying about, you know, even with Sirianni. But our coaches got to understand our players, and our coaches got to coach. You know, he should have told him, be look, man, you don't have to play this game. This game is really not important, even though I know you really want to play. But guess what? We need you for the playoffs and the championship, man. I don't need you to go out and possibly get injured. But, you know, just talk to him. And and you know try and get him to understand like you don't have to prove anything when you want to prove it prove it in the playoffs and get us to the championship you know what I mean but um I think we still got a great run in this um, Maxi is showing up the team is playing as a team which I really love um and you know I believe with with or without Embiid we can be great I mean good but I I know we're greater with Embiid, but I think we still could go a long way without Embiid, man.
4: Well, and yeah, well, you know what? That's certainly po- – Will, we, get, we would get to see that play out, and Will, we appreciate the phone call. I mean, that, once in a while that happens. The team loses its star player, and they kind of galvanize, and they win more. I mean, obviously we saw it with Nick Foles. Look, do I think a team's going to do that in the NBA and go win a championship without a star player? No, it's, it's a harder sport to do it. But as far – Hugh, the point Will brought up about Nick Nurse and maybe having to put his foot down, I think it's hard in the NBA. These players decide when they're going to play. And yeah, they they just decided. What do you like? They run the like league. That's what
2: that's what Joel is—a guy that decided to play when he wanted to play. But I, I like—I I feel like this could be the year that you know Joel Joel Embiid's out there. But I think that Mexican can come up big. I really, really do. I like his growth. I like I like his trajectory. I like the fact that he's 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 humble. Well, right now he's humble because he just got devoted to the All Star. But still. I think he can be. I think he can be all that in the bag of chips as this season. Progresses.
4: I like Maxi. His growth is amazing. I still think he's a year or two away from being a lead player on a team that does something quite special. And you need I, to do something I, at the trade deadline. With what? But then, okay. But then you're going all in on this year. You don't even yes. know. It, but you don't even know if your big guy's gonna play. Well, see
2: that, that. Like to your point, if he's healthy, which I think he will be. I don't. The way that they've handled this, I think that they're looking for the best course of action as far as. Getting healthy for the playoffs, yeah. Or they're
4: deliberating whether he needs surgery. Yeah, that too. I didn't. Yeah. I. I I look. We don't. We never know with the Sixers. And and this is
2: the thing. This is this is why I feel if there's a chance that he could play, then you go all in and you try to get him out there and you play this year. You 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 try to finish the season as strong as you possibly can. Anything can happen. My
4: guess, Hugh, is they're gonna go your way. This is what the Sixers do. Like, if I had to guess, he's gonna take I don't know five six weeks to get back, and then he's going to try to ramp it back up the last two or three weeks of the regular season. What, what do we have? We have about two and a half months until the playoffs start. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah, about two and a half months, right? Mid, Mid-April, mid the playoffs start. So let's say he misses the next six or seven weeks. He comes back the last week of March. He's got two weeks for the playoffs. I think that's what's going to happen. You, I, yeah. think, I think they're going to do it your way, and I unfortunately, I think it –
2: Just stay in shape, Joel. Whatever you do, man. Oh. Leave, leave, hey, hey, you got to stay away from the taste case just for a little while and just – Get ready. Get ready for the playoff run. We're getting ready for a playoff run. You know what I'm getting uh, ready for? That ain't right I'm topic.
4: getting ready for tip, opening tip 2024. Let's get a free <laughs> agent in here. Let's get Joel fully healthy, and we attack it next time. Chuck in Mount Airy. What's up, Chuck?
7: Yo, Gillio. What's the Dilly, here? what's up? What's going on? What's going Happy on, man? Friday. Listen, let me tell you something. Joel is never completely healthy. You understand what I'm saying? So, we we're just waiting. I'm with you on this. We're not waiting. We ain't doing none of that. We're going to ramp this thing up. All joel got to worry about doing is putting the Chick-fil-A down while his time he's out, he's off, all right? So this is what I'm saying we do, right? All right? I want everybody to understand it. I'm going to be a beck in the light. I want my team back, to be honest with you. I don't want Joel here anymore because I think he's a dark cloud over the 76ers. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to say this, right? Getting ready for the playoffs. You know what I mean? Getting him healthy. You know what I mean? Getting riding, rolling in the right direction. He played with a meniscus tear or something like that in the playoffs a couple of years ago. I think he, he tore his meniscus or something like that against against Washington, and he still played in the playoffs. So the next round. I think that if we get him to the playoffs, this could be the basketball guys getting us ready for our run, finally our run. He got hurt at the right time because he was going to get hurt. It was inevitable. At least he didn't get hurt in April. We didn't get hurt in May or March still enough time for the hill, come back and let's make a run.
4: Well, that's true. It's, it's, I mean, Chuck, that is true. Yeah, It is. Yeah, the, it, it yeah. is sometimes, Darryl, sometimes these injuries to him happen in March or the beginning of the playoffs and then we're screwed.
7: Darryl got to do his job now. got. To me, I think Daryl got to do something. at the trade deadline. Get somebody in to keep the six in the float. You know what I mean? Max, you got to keep doing his thing. You know, if Tobias is here. He got to do his thing. Nick Nurse is a good enough coach. He's got a good enough team to keep him in the fourth or fifth seed, maybe. And then when Joel comes back, we got a veteran team you can make some noise if he's healthy and if he stays in shape, then that could be the run that we're looking for to finally get him ramped up around the time we didn't get him ramped up.
4: Maybe this is the way, yeah, Chuck. We appreciate it. you're on Hugh's side of this. Maybe, maybe this is the crazy way it happens. I, I look at like it like the I, Mandalorian says, "This is the way. This is the way." Or the right <laughs> way is to shut him down, get him fully healthy, get him ramped up for next year when they have a better roster around him. Two one five five nine two. Ninety-four, ninety-four. Would you be okay punting the season to get you well, one hundred percent healthy for next year and beyond? I would. Hugh and Kyle say, "Nah, get him out there when he's ready." Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. A lot to do on the show today. Spike joins us at eleven. We'll mix some Eagles in as well. And of course, we got to talk about this groundhog stuff, not just Puxatani Phil. There's a, we found out today there's an imposter. He's a fraud. Yeah, a fraud groundhog running around in all places but Hughes' former stomping grounds in Georgia. <laughs> Before this show's over, we got to get Hugh to denounce this fraud. From down in And the, he is yeah. a fraud. Yeah. Oh, he, he's a total fraud.
2: They catching strays on this show. Yeah, we, we'll get I'll, to I that. I don't like the look of this thing,
4: man. They catch strays out. at this station. Yeah, you got to denounce this thing I mean, because this is ridiculous. <laughs> All right, 215 592 9494. will come back. Your phone calls. And what did Charles Barkley say? The Sixers are without him. We'll let you hear it next. Midday Show, Sports Radio 94, WIP. You know, meniscus are tricky. I had a meniscus one
2: time and played in a couple weeks, and I've seen guys miss a month or two. So we got to wait and see their results. But it's a devastating injury. The Sixers, without him, they might be a lottery team. That's how great he is. And, uh, man, I hope he's not out an extended period of time because uh, it, it, it's just, it's not number one. He's the MVP. That's how great a player he is. But the Sixers got zero chance without him. They zero. Are
7: 26 and 8 this year when he plays. They are 3 and 9 when he doesn't.
2: Yeah, that's real.
4: Yeah, 3 and 9. I mean, that speaks to what Barkley's talking about. That would be a lottery team. Welcome back. It's the Midday Show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giglio. Now, how far will they fall without him over the next you know, month or two? Right now, the Sixers are the fifth seed in the Eastern Conference, but there's a pretty big buffer between them and, like, the play-in teams. They have a five-and-a-half game lead to avoid that, the little seven through ten area mm-hmm. of the play-in. I think they'll remain in the top six. I don't think they'll let fall to be a, a play-in team without them, but we'll see. We'll see how they play. Obviously, they nights like last night from Tyrese Maxey. Here's where I'm at on all this. I am ready to just punt this season, and I would try to get him fully healthy. Like, I'm not – it's not something I'm excited for, but I think it's the best idea for the future of the team. Get a free agent here this off season, Use the cap space. Use the, the draft picks if it's a trade, and get a number three player in here to go along with Joel and and Tyrese. And and I'll go get it next year. But the, the idea of just ho- him hobbling through the playoffs, it it just I don't think it's going to work. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. All right, back to the phones in a second here, but we got to make sure over the course of the show, Hugh, you're you're. Thinking about this because by the end of the show, Kyle and I and everyone need you to denounce this this fraud. So what's his name? Beauregard Lee. Kyle? General Beauregard
1: Lee, and he's from Georgia. He's a Georgia Groundhog.
4: And apparently, he tries to guess the weather. Is that yes. his thing? that's yeah. his
2: that's his, old, that's his spiel.
4: So he's a he's like a fake stuff Yeah, a ripoff. He's he's a he's a big time ripoff. Yeah, Puxatoni. so he's a fr- he's a complete he's fraud. A total-
1: He's a clown and a fraud.
4: Yeah, so by the end of the show, he's got to denounce this mm-hmm. guy. Totally. Officially. An, yeah, official an official denouncement. And we're going to give you some the, the numbers on each of them. Who's better at their prognostication? <laughs> so what did we get this morning? What's the official word? Early spring? Oh, from, yeah, early spring.
1: Yep. And another Joel Embiid injury.
4: Uh, yes, that's, that's February that's 2nd. the
1: result of Groundhog Day.
4: Just today. about every year. All right, 215-592-9494. <laughs> Joey is up next on WIP. What's up, Joey? Joey. Joe, what are we talking about? Uh, Joel Embiid, Joey? No, 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 Joe. You're talking about
8: shutting the big man down the first year he has a real coach, the first year he has a supporting cast. We're following the night that Maxi drops 51, and your show's talking about sitting down
4: Joel Embiid for the season. Until he's 100% healthy. Yeah, Joey, if that means next season, I'll see him next season. And, yes, Maxie's obviously an all-star and a good player, but – what do you mean supporting cast? What else do we have here besides Maxi? We got a chance. What a else chance. do we have here? We have Tobias
8: Harris. We have a whole bunch of weapons. Uh, Morris Senior. You kidding me? We're stacked this year. I show. mean, the- Joey,
4: these we guys. Miss they- finally using our bench. Doc didn't know how to use anybody. But Joey, these guys are Ham and Eggers. These aren't championship players. <laughs> <laughs> ham and Eggers. Yeah. <laughs> What's the record with Joel when he plays? Three and with him. It's yeah, a well, lot better. He twenty six and what I mean. whatever. We just, we just, Barclay just said it. Yeah. Twenty six and nine, yeah. right? Because because of Joel and and Maxie, not because of of Kelly Oubre.
8: Okay, so all right, but so if if they could knock down the nugget with Joel and Maxie in the lineup and everyone else, why would we punt this season?
4: Because, so Joey, we, but here's my thing: He's if he comes back. He's going to be hobbling, right? Like, he's going to have a brace on. He's going to try. Like, we always see. He tries to play through these injuries, and he doesn't play as well. So, the, the, nothing's going to happen this year anyway. And then, if he doesn't fully take care of this knee, I think it just bleeds into next year. I, I just want to get him. Don't you want to see him fully healthy once?
8: Or we can rest him appropriately until the playoffs. More, he can make a move to go grab somebody. We can set ourselves up to be in the playoffs. Cause it doesn't matter what seed we're in. We get Joel right to where we need him. And we make a freaking run with a real team, with a real coach, with no sideshow. That's five, what I'm talking about. Game card. And that's what I'm talking about, You.
2: Yes, and we get Maxi Maxie becomes that superstar that we need him to be. I'm with it.
4: Superstar? Yes. Well, he's good. He's, he's certainly star. an all-star. Joey, I, I love it. I, lo- I love your passion. And I do agree with you on the coach, Joey. I'm a, I'm a nurse guy. Joey, good phone call. And I do think Nick Nurse will give them an advantage on the bench in the that's playoffs they see, haven't man. had the whole time. I, I think that strategically,
2: strategically, that if, if we can get Joel Embiid healthy enough, Nick Nurse will find a way to get him involved and in, in, in have him be a part of what they're trying to do. You know, because, like, having him out there, you got to you gotta defend him. You got to guard him. You, you have to account for him being out there. So I just feel like I just want to give Coach the best chance he, we can to, to try to win a championship. Yeah, see, man. this
4: is where we disagree. I think they need a great Joel to have a chance. Like, you mentioned the year that Nick Nurse had Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard was managed that season, but he was amazing in the playoffs. He was the best player in the playoffs. We can,
2: if we give Joel Embiid enough time to rest, maybe he can be that. You look, don't look at me like that, Joe. Don't do that. Don't do I that. didn't say anything. <laughs> Listen, I didn't say a I mean, word. You ain't got to say nothing. I saw the way you looked at me like I was drunk. Well, maybe the no, sky will I'm be green drugged. if we keep searching. I'm not an I haven't taken any gummies this morning, so <laughs> y'all can back up off me this on is, that. Uh,
4: this is all you <laughs> saying, and I didn't say a word. <laughs> no, but the way you looked at me. The no, best this, player in the playoffs
2: would have bummed me. He's the best player in the NBA right now, even though he's hurt.
4: I don't think he is. He, he's, he's the MVP, Joe. That, well, that, that's, James Harden won an MVP once. The MVP that, and the best don't, player don't do are that. different don't things. Don't
2: diminish what he has accomplished. You, 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 because you're I kind of diminishing it a little bit. Be, no, he could be the MVP. He's not the best player. He's the best player. Not, he's just a little banged up not right not now. This close. team. Do, okay, so do you admit – we have a better chance with him course, than we do without. Of course, he's a really he's a great player. He's yes. not the best. Ba- so I need him to be out there. I need I need like this is how I I I look at it. Half of Joel Embiid is better than no Joel Embiid.
4: But we just saw this you in the playoffs last no, year, I mean, he was I'm awful. Just,
2: but I'm saying we had to we we had him with a with a James Harden
4: and a coach that you know oh, is oh, not here anymore. Hold on a second. James Harden at 240 point games in that yes, he did. Celtics series. Yes, do we he did. think Maxie's going to do that this year? Yes. Oh, but that's that's a high bar. That's a high and, bar. And I think he's with, I think he's ready to just take that big lead. He very well maybe. We just got to get somebody else though. Yeah. Well, that's Daryl Moore's job we the next get week. Else. I, I just I'm th- I'm ready to think big picture on the Sixers. We do this every year we we talk ourselves into it's going to be okay. I'm talking myself I into know, it. I know. That's what everyone's doing. I'm doing it it's going to be fine. We, this is like I
2: said the other night this might be a blessing in disguise, Joe. The way that he got hurt and we give him two months off, he might be ready to go during the playoffs.
4: There is a, there's like a, a Sixers fan midseason manifesto to talk yourself <laughs> into. And Hugh's checked every box in the first 30 minutes. Talking? See, I can't, I can't win this. <laughs> no, you, it's, it's okay. I, pre, I, I like no, this perspective. No, I'm saying I, just, I feel like it's, it, you have to look at this. Blessing as, in disguise, right timing. We got we, got the, second we got a player, good coach.
2: We, Nick Nurse uh, has yeah, made Kyrie Maxi an all-star. He's made him an all-star. We go out and make a move next week at the trade deadline. We we tread water until we get the big fella healthy. Then we make our move in the playoffs. But
4: he's not gonna. Th- my thing is he's not really gonna be healthy. Like he'll probably play. Like you're probably right on this. He's gonna come back. He's gonna wear a brace. He's gonna. But he's not really gonna be healthy. It's like you think he's. I just need him be to, okay. I just need him to give
2: me something. Like give me give me give me what he got. And I think that part of that is to take some of the – pressure. like, I think that what's happening is probably going to be a huge motivator for him. Now, now listen to me for a minute. The fact that we're going to have at least, I would say, six weeks without Joel B being out there, whatever the, whatever the diagnosis is, this gives us an opportunity. This gives Tyrese Maxey an opportunity to grow and become a better player in that, that time frame. So now when Joel Embiid does come back, there's some of the pressure of being that guy taken off of him, because Tyrese Max has become such this this great player. I go back to that Dallas Mavericks game uh, last year when I watched him play, and there was something about him when Joel and B wasn't out there on the court that that let you see that this guy could he could probably be somebody.
4: Last night, that's
2: what I'm points. saying, yeah, man. Yeah, he's so, an
4: all-star. I mean, but they don't they need three more good that's what I'm players. Saying we need to go back. We need to go. We need to go. Probably I know. somebody. I, I guess somebody. and I, I love the nurse perspective. I agree with you on Maxi. I, I think Kromer Krum, Cookie gonna come up big. No, tonight. he will not. Be, well, he, there's no shot. But I, I here's what I will say on this. If the Sixers <laughs> were the one or the two seed, I'm in with you. I'd say this is a rare opportunity. They're the best team in the conference. You can't pass this up. We're talking about a five seed.
2: Anything is possible.
4: A 5-seed would have banged up best player.
1: Hold on. A home court advantage in the NBA is Doesn't the biggest anymore. farce in the world. Who cares? Matter. Unless well, it's Denver. Often,
4: well, I never mind. I was going to say how often, but Kyle does not like history. How often yeah. do five seeds win the title?
1: No, I mean, I don't care. Like, well, what if they're— like, They are do First of all, the Heat were an 8-seed last year. They didn't win it. But, right. Okay, but they went all the oh, way yeah. to, to the finals. Yeah. Right. So, like— they went in as an eight seed probably because they didn't win as much in the regular season, whether it was due to injury or whatever. But when they got to the playoffs and they were fully healthy, they were ready to go. The Sixers could, you know, I, I know this is getting to be <laughs> – we're all living in la-la it land. Is, it
4: this yeah. is. This is 1,000% la-la land. But, it's, but it'll it, be fine, it, it Joe. Could it could happen. Yeah, it could happen. I mean, anything, it's, again, pigs could fly. Anything could happen. <laughs> We need some of this positivity on a Friday. Well, I, but I'm trying to set up long-term positivity. You guys are just burying your heads in the sand and saying, "Let's." It'll be okay. It's a chip in a chair. Next year.
2: No, we got. Listen, he got the whole off season to get healthy. But we, if when the big dog is healthy, we got to play. We got to get ready to go.
4: All right, let's talk to Chris in the middle of the time. What's up, Chris? Happy Groundhog Day. What's going Which on? Which one, man? Joel Groundhog oh. Day or the real one?
3: Uh, dude, it's it's both. It's both going on right now. Hey, I want to get an official record out there. So the groundhog, the real groundhog, Hugh, not that fraud down in Atlanta. Um, whenever he predicts that it's an early spring, he's only ever
4: predicted that
3: 20 times and 108 times he predicts that it's a long winter. So, uh, you know, I guess he's bucking the trend this year, yeah. you can say.
4: Well, may, you know, maybe kind of, I may, to Hugh's point, maybe the Sixers will buck the omen trend. for the Sixers. Yeah, maybe it's an omen. Right. Hopefully. <laughs> probably not. But, all right, I love that Hugh. Chris brought some uh, groundhog analytics to the table today. <laughs> I like that.
3: Uh, listen, I'm all about, you know, truth and honesty and numbers here. I'm not about emotion. You know, like, unlike Hugh, who seems to be very embedded in emotion this morning. I am not. Um,
2: thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs>
3: You uh, listen before we move on because uh, it's related to this. But uh, you know, based on what Punch T- Tony Phil told us, uh, it's time to take that twenty dollar coat and put it in mothballs because uh, spring's coming. While you're at it,
2: it worked out. It see it worked out. You so didn't I'm,
3: really need it. Yeah, thirty dollars. Yeah, the, the thirty dollars uh, yeah. well spent. Mothball it up, and while you're at it, throw Joel Embiid in those mothballs. Uh, it, it's time to hang it up, call the season. You know, I love all these people that call in and give these stats for Joel. What's the numbers playing with and without him? Can somebody please tell these people what Joel and uh playoff history looks like? Because that's what we're really talking about. And last time I've ever seen him play in the playoffs, he's a total damn stiff. He's horrible. Got a better coach, so though. I am not about to... Go out and trade players and give up assets so we could surround him so we could lose on the first or second round again. I'm done with that. Put him in the mothballs. Hold on to the assets. And I know you don't want to hear it, but after the season, trade the guy. Get rid of him. Because you know what? You got a young, as Hugh likes to say, you got a young Thundercat. And Tyrese Max says you just dropped 51 last night. Man. He's 23 years old, guys. Man. I mean, let's build around that guy. Let's build around a guy that actually can legitimately stand a chance to win because Joel's career has nothing but losses. Guys, I'm going to run, but I want to leave you with something because I got something for you. It's Prediction Friday, what and what are we going to see in 2024?
8: We are going to see when
9: October we're going to the World Series. MVP 3
6: winning an mb Let's go, Phillies! You know what? I needed that this
4: morning, Chris. I like that. I like that. It's February pitchers and catchers report in less than two weeks. A wow, little, little Bryce Harper MVP prediction it would be a second in a Phillies uniform. I like that. I'm in on that idea. I'm excited about the, the New Jersey, the city jersey. No, <laughs> actually, you are just right. Well, no.
2: so, <laughs> gloomy, gloomy, Joe. No, today. it's not he gloomy. Said, no. Uh,
4: well, you, I mean, excited.
2: For those jerseys, exciting. No, you know what? I appreciate everybody that slid into my DMs and my my personal emails. It explained to me the the the, the city, city jersey. Yes. Yeah,
4: I actually get it. I, I'm okay with it more than I was. I just don't love the color scheme. Well, it's the it's the color. The
2: what they say the decoration of the, the 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 blue is for the Declaration of Independence or and whatever. The flag, and the flag is city the, flag. The city flag, and the block writing is the way that they wrote the Declaration. I kind of Independence. like that. That's the, pretty. cool. I'm in on the fun. I appreciate that. It, the part that i appreciate is the history behind it and why how they try to 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 incorporate all of that yeah. into the jersey so i don't yeah, give I mean, a sh.
4: <laughs> i just wanted some
2: red in there i'm just being honest with you guys i just wanted some red <laughs> I, I mean but it's going to be like i like it for the simple fact you know you can try, try to figure out what kind of shoes to put with it.
4: if you uh, figure that part out i got, I got, I, got you're some, I
2: got some i got some i got some i got some uh, some some jordan unks that uh you unkle, yeah. So, so I got a period. I think I,
4: like, I think I figured this out. So during football season, most of Hugh's takes were just related to his fantasy team trying to get DeAndre Swift yeah. touchdowns. Not as a, yeah. Now I this mean. is about his outfit and look when we get to spring yeah, when training. We get to spring training. That's, that's what this is really oh, all no, about. Oh
2: no, I don't. The outfit for spring training, if this training go the way that I wanted to go, it's, it ain't gonna be nothing but shorts and tank tops. Yeah, that's it. Thirst trapping in in
4: Clearwater. That's, that's the name of our trip.
2: Right. Thirst trapping in
4: Clearwater. Get ready for the midday show Instagram story. Thirst trapping in Clearwater with Hugh. I mean that's that's and we're on our way. All right, let's go to the phone lines here. OG Wade in Chester. What's up, OG?
5: What's up, fellas? How we doing <laughs> today? Going hey, OG. Hey, man. Listen, um, I'm on the board uh, with Hugh on this one because here's what I think we should do. I think the Sixers should trade Tobias Harris. For Kyrie Irving right now, and then what? let let Joel and B get whatever surgery he needs to get. It's a meniscus tear or whatever. That's not a a long term injury. He can actually be back for the playoffs for that. And that now you have a valuable championship caliber team because you know you're going to get twenty to thirty from Maxi on any night. You know Joel. Joel gives you thirty something. All you really need from Joel is 28 points a game. You know what I'm saying? And I know Kyrie can give you maybe 20, 28. Man, this team can do something with the with how it's set up right now. Kyrie Irvin is the most, one of the most skilled basketball players in the league right now, and he has gotten better. I don't know if people watch the, the watch him, but. Trust me, that that would be the, the fix for this thing. So he's a
4: remark uh, he's a remarkable scorer, OG. I I, I always thought he he's is a hell of a
2: man. I've seen he's, he's just a hell of a player.
4: One of the best players I've ever seen going to the basket and getting he could you know like kind of like AI. He could shoot among the trees and get his layup. in. OG, would you be willing to give up more? Because I think that the the the, the uh, Mavericks would say, give us some picks too, not just Tobias.
5: Yeah, I would be willing to give up more. But here's I think that you wouldn't have to because right now the Mavericks is trying to. They want an expiring contract, and I believe that's what uh, Tobias is. He right? is, yeah, he is. So yeah, I would do that. You know what I mean? And you know, but yeah, I would—I'll be willing to give up more. You got to understand what the big picture is—is is a championship. We ain't got much longer with Joel and B. And in terms of like what you're saying, like the wrestling, you started out earlier in the week frustrated over Joel's health, right? Mm-hmm. So really, you have already come to terms that he's never really going to be healthy. So you're trying to say, well, let's just wait till next year. He'll be up No, he is what the hell he is. Yeah, and let's probably. accept that. And let's just try to take that damn – well, you take that, that lemon, you put that lemon on that thing, you twist that thing, <laughs> you get all that damn juice up out, and then and bring that punk on to him, man.
4: Yeah, well, you know what? And, OG, they're probably going to do it your way and Hughes' way. And, OG, we appreciate it. So I, I am – overall, I feel bad for him as a person because he can't stay on the court to do what he, he's good at. But I also frustrated – my perspective today is I just want to try a new way. We've done the, – the, the path you guys want to go down, they do this every year. Yeah. And it but doesn't, doesn't worked. So, I'm, I just, it just, I'm wondering, if they take a more cautious approach, does he have a better chance of long-term health rather than halfway? They've halfwayed his health for six years. I want to see
2: – and it's unfortunate, just like you said. I, I, I want to see Joel B with a good coach and how he strategically – him in position to be successful. Coach Nurse throughout this whole time, to me, has done a pretty decent job of putting guys in position to, to be successful, especially when you talk about Tyrese Max and what he's been able to accomplish mm. this year. So I, I want to see that, man. And, and knowing what he knows now probably about Joel and and learning him, I think that he can do that. I think that he can make a decent run this year if if given a chance. Look at the coaches compared to him that we'll probably have to see. What's the coach's name up there in Boston?
4: Oh, uh, Missoula.
2: Missoula. They got got a hell of a team. But, you know, coaching matters. And I think partly part of the reason why we didn't didn't take advantage of some coaching errors last year. I agree. You know, that we could potentially take advantage of this year. So that's why I want to see it, man. And that's why I want to see Coach Nurse have all his guys out there and hopefully add one more and see how, what we can do with that.
4: So I, I want to see the same thing, and I'll see it next year in the postseason <laughs> when they've punted on this year. I ain't got year. time for that. I need to see it now. Nah. What do you mean I ain't got time? What do you, where are you going? I'm
2: saying I want to <laughs> see it now. Joel and B. we get him, we, got two, we got this two-month window
4: to get him healthy. I get you. But sometimes two with, when people say I don't have time for that, like they're old. I, I, mean, I mean, like I'll I be – I would like to see an NBA championship here. No, no, but like, but you, I expect you'll be around next year. I <laughs> expect to be around too, but you just never know. Yeah. So you, just gotta, oh, you know so, what I mean? I like that. This is a huge new approach to these conversations. What if I'm not here next year? You know, that's how you got to look at it. You got to strike while the iron's hot. All right, well, I plan to be here next year, and it gives the Sixers a better chance next year Then I'm okay with that. They're half, half in, half out with this guy's health. Has let, Isn't that why we're here? Weren't they half in, half out with this knee the whole season? All the reports are coming out now that the knee's probably been bothering them all year. Well, maybe if they thought big picture about this guy instead of like, hey, Joel, how do you feel today? Yeah, I could play. Well, maybe if we stopped thinking like that, he'd have a better shot. To play more games. Tom's in Abington. What's up, Tom? Yo, fellas.
9: How we doing today? Hey, Tom.
4: What's up, buddy? Big Hugh, what
9: it do? Shout out to BG. Uh, So, Hugh, I know you were in the ATL for most of this debacle that is our Philadelphia second rounders. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. Okay. So, one thing you're going to learn pretty quick uh, about Joel is you say a chip in a chair, right? Yes. Chip in a chair. Okay. Well, with Joel, it's just a chair. Okay. You you follow me? It's just a chair. There is no chip. I do not see this guy winning a chip, period. Um, Joe, you said something interesting in in the opening. Like, Tyrese Max is probably, like, two years away from being, you know, that dude that Mm -hmm. can help you get a chip. Where's Joel going to be at that point?
4: At this rate? I mean, we'd be lucky if he's the player he is now. He's probably going to be less than this. And who knows if he's even here, to be honest.
9: Well, one thing I do know is
4: he'll be hurt. Yeah, that that No matter where he is, he's unfortunately, he'll probably be banged up. Yep. Yeah, so punt, don't punt, make a trade, don't make a
9: trade. It doesn't matter. I do not see Joel Prescott winning a chip.
4: Ooh, Tom, it's fair. It, Tom, it, it's fair, man. A good a phone bit. call and have a great weekend. It's It's not unfair what he said. Pick up on that? Joel Prescott?
2: Uh, yeah, I caught the name. Yeah,
4: there's Lamar Mb Joel Prescott. We Joel Jackson. Joel Jackson, yeah. Joel yeah, Jackson absolutely. kind of
2: flows. I, but that might be true, but I still want the opportunity to see if that I can make that happen though. And I so That's kind of where I'm at. With.
4: I I understand it, and I to an extent I do too. And I just I don't think I don't think this is the year. And that's why I'm willing to hold my chips to get him fully healthy and to take a better crack at it next year. And if if they do, look, I, I expect them, Hugh, to do your way, because Joelle's probably going to tell them, I don't want surgery, I want to come back. I mean, in the, just, just listen to him. This is the way it's been. I, I'm I'm at the point now where I think it's time to try something new. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. All right, we'll see what Spike Eskin thinks. He's going to join us after the break. We'll get his take on what to do at Embiid, how they should approach the deadline coming up, and we will have a doctor on in the one o'clock hour. So we'll get some sound <laughs> medical advice coming up. Clarity from the official doctor of the Midday Show, Dr. Bob. All your phone calls all show 215-592-9494. A lot of Eagles to come as well on the Midday Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. ESPN Bet is now
2: live in Pennsylvania. As the official sports book of ESPN, ESPN Bet is the only place to find daily exclusives and offers with your favorite ESPN personalities and shows. Sign up today and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports bet. Sportsbook bet Find all your favorite markets and bets like in-game wagering, cross-sport parlays, teasers, and all the props you can handle. That's ESPN Bet. Download today. Oh, what a play. Must be 21 plus. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
7: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network
3: from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours